the people who lived in darkness have seen a great light. Um, physicists would tell us that light is actually what we're made of, that it's the substance of the universe. And everything that appears as matter is just atoms shaping themselves into a certain pattern. But, and everything that appears as emptiness is all, also full of atoms. We are the light, and that is the message of the Christ. You are the light. You don't have to wait for someone else to shine a light. The light is inside of you. So this Christmas, what I've been, what I'm doing last week and next week is we're talking about the Christmas story as written in Matthew and in Luke and interpreting it metaphysically, meaning that we don't take it necessarily literally, but we talk about its meaning for us. This week, what I wanted to talk about is other holidays of light that are going on at the same time, because here's the deal. All the festivals that are happening in this time of year are festivals of light. The Hindus celebrate Diwali, the festival of light. The Jews celebrate Hanukkah, a festival of light. Way back in the day, the pagans always celebrated the winter solstice, and it was the festival of light. What happened is they made a big bonfire on the darkest night of the year. That's December 21st, is the longest night and the shortest day of the year. And if you can imagine when you lived in a time where if you didn't have fire, you had no light for 12, 16 18 hours a day at this time of year. Can you imagine how frightening it would be? No street lamps lighting your way. Can't get out your phone, turn on the flashlight. True darkness, and of course, people were afraid of that dark. And so they got together and had this big bonfire, and the tradition was that everybody took a piece from the bonfire and went home and lit their hearth, their Yule log, they lit their hearth and they kept it burning throughout the winter so that they were never completely without light. And there was this huge celebration about it. Well, the Holy Catholic Church was not very fond of pagan celebrations. And they kept trying to get these people who, even after they converted to Christianity, they're like, we're not going to stop celebrating the light, dude. <laughs> I don't see what that's got to do with anything. And so the Catholic Church artificially decided that December 25th was the day that Jesus was born. There is no evidence to support that, and actually there is much evidence to refute that that was the day of his birth. But that was a way of saying, have your festival of light already, but let's bring it, let's make it about the Christ. Let's make it about the Christ. And that is why we celebrate Christmas in the way that we do. The lights on the tree, the candles that we light, the lights on our houses. This is a festival of light. And the people who did not convert to Christianity, Jesus first came to talk to the Jews, right? The Jews celebrate Hanukkah, which is not actually a major holiday in the Jewish year. It's one of the minor holidays. There's lots of holidays in the Jewish year. And it always happens between, it's on, it's on the lunar calendar, so it's a different, it's like our Easter, it moves, but it's usually right about between Thanksgiving and Christmas time. And so our Christian guilt makes us go, well, you get to celebrate Hanukkah. 
And they do, and they do. And Hanukkah has, in, my, in many homes, become a much bigger celebration than it initially had been. So we get to keep those old rituals, all of them, evergreens, yule logs, mistletoe. Why evergreens? Why mistletoe? Because very little else in the world was green for most of the world, right? Um, red, why red and green? Red for fire. The church would say red for Jesus' blood, but uh, he hadn't even been born yet. How are we going to, why are we going to do that? It's red for holly. Holly is, means for courage, right? That red and green. So we're connected. I love this idea of we are connected to all of these ancestors who have worshipped, who have celebrated this time of year since probably the dawn of humanity. We're connected to that. And when we take part in any ritual of light, when you put lights on your tree, you are connecting with your ancestors that celebrated light long before Jesus' birth and long after as well. So the deal is when there seems that the metaphysics of this is not just that there is darkness physically at this time of year, so we must light candles and fires and turn on lights. The metaphysics of it is that there is spiritual darkness that comes upon us at various times of life. Sometimes it is triggered by loss. Sometimes it is triggered by divisiveness. See any of that lately? Sometimes it is triggered by depression. Sometimes it just seems to come but the promise is that no matter how dark it feels spiritually, the actual truth of you is that the light is never extinguished within you. And all you have to do is acknowledge that and, and let your higher self speak to your scared human self. Inform it. I am love. I am light. God's love is in me. God's love is available to me in every moment. And yes, in this human life, there is some trouble, and I will have to walk through dark times, but there is always the light for me. Anytime I turn to look at it, anytime I choose to remember it, anytime somebody comes and lights me up and makes me remember, oh yeah, that's who I am. That's who I'm meant to be. Bill is one of those persons. He lights you up. He lights you up. So Hanukkah actually comes from the Hebrew verb to dedicate. And there are many origin stories and legends about Hanukkah. It's much older than the celebration, than, than the way it's celebrated today, much like the Christian holiday is much older than how we celebrate it today. But the traditional way to celebrate it is um, at this time, there was a tyrant king from Damascus that was ruling over the Jews, and they were forcing the Jews to worship Greek gods. And remember what the Jewish people gave to the world is one god, one God. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. Not here and there, one. And that's the power that we believe that there is one love, one light, one power, one God, and that God is present within all of us. So they didn't want to worship the Greek gods. But at the time, their temple was taken over 
by the Greeks, and their eternal flame was doused, and their, um, their pieces of worship were torn asunder, and the wor- they were using their temple, the Jewish temple, for the worship of Greek gods for three years. And for three years, the Jewish rebels fought against them. And that at the end of that three years, they finally um, reclaimed the temple. And they wanted to celebrate their holiday of Sukkot in it, but they couldn't do it while they considered it defiled by all the Greek gods. And so what they had to do first and foremost was to go in and relight that eternal flame. And the legend goes, nobody had enough oil to light it for eight days, which is how long the purification was going to take. They only had enough oil for one day. Certainly not enough to keep an eternal flame going. But on faith, they lit that one light. They lit that one light. And day after day, when they were expecting it to probably go out, For eight days, that oil, only enough for one day, lasted. And they were able to rededicate the temple. And this is the celebration of Hanukkah. And what that says to me metaphysically is that if there's any light at all, it's enough. It's enough. It's enough. So the miracle, the oils, the oil lasted for eight days. And in Zechariah, when the prophet asked the angel about the menorah, he talks about what what is this? What is this? And the angel explains it's a symbol of bringing God's glory, truth, and light into the world. This is a quote from Zechariah 4, 6. Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. That's how. Not by oil, not by figuring it out. Try to figure things out. I try to figure things out all the time. But by my spirit, connect with the truth within you, and you will have the light that you need. It's when you start paying attention to all the shiny things out there or all the dark things out there or all the things coming at you that are not like the light that you know somewhere deep within you is there. That's when we get off the track. And so we start to trust, not by might, not by power, not by figuring it out, but by the spirit that lives within each of us, that spirit of love and light that belongs to everyone. And so the menorah, and there were seven candles um, instead of nine on the original menorah, because there was a menorah before there was a Hanukkah. Um, But the seven candle um, menorah is only supposed to burn in the temple. It's not supposed to be. they, They change things when they're outside the temple. And so we have this nine candle menorah, which is the standard today for the eternal flame and the eight days. So, not only when when God says, but by my spirit, says the Lord, he charges, the prophet says, it is our charge, the people of God, us, the people of love, the people of light. Everybody's a person of love and light, but some people don't know it yet. 
And that's why they act like they do. So sometimes we have to realize sometime in our lives, the light is within me and I am so lucky that I have awareness of it. There are so many people who aren't aware. Until you're aware of the love that you are, you believe any lie that's told you. But once you're aware, it's still hard not to believe the lies because the outward evidence gets ugly sometimes. But I believe that once you're truly aware, you're never completely not aware again. And there is always your ability to rekindle the light within yourself. And there is certainly the ability to rekindle the light in other people. So in Zechariah, the people are called on to be representatives of the one God bringing light to all the nations. Bringing light to all the nations. And the prayer spoken over the menorah. Blessed art thou, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who has sanctified us by thy commandments and commanded us to kindle the light of Hanukkah. That's one of the prayers spoken as the menorah is lit in Jewish homes. Another, blessed art thou, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who wrought miracles for our fathers in days of old at this season. Our ancestors remembered the light and they passed it down to us. Isn't that gorgeous? And on the first night of Hanukkah only, Thursday was the first night of Hanukkah. I've lit too many candles. We're only on the fourth day. The first night only, blessed art thou, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, who has kept us in life and preserved us and enabled us to reach this season. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, one God, one love, that we are able to remember that we are kept in a state of awareness or that sometimes we climb out of a hole to reach again our state of awareness. Doesn't matter how often we lose it, we get to remember it again. We get to light. And this is reflected in things that Jesus said. He said, I am the light of the world, and whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. What does that mean? Does that mean Jesus was the light, and if you don't accept Jesus as your personal Savior, you will not have the light? That is what a lot of the religions or a lot of the ways Christianity is practiced, that's what a lot of them believe. But Jesus also said this, you are the light of the world. You are the light of the world, not just me. He never said only me. He said, I am. He claimed it for himself. And then he said, you are. You are, you are, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And what does that mean? That when the light that, you, that belongs to you that shines, it's the one light, and yet it shines individually as you this whole lifetime in a unique way. 
It shines through your being. It shines through your physicality. It shines through your talents. It shines through your skills. It shines through your attitudes. It shines through everything that you bring to the world. Keep it on a hill. Don't hide it under a basket somewhere. Don't keep it hidden. It is yours and is yours to share. And just like as we light and pass the flame from one candle to another, lighting another candle does not take the light away from the taper that lights it. Light brings more light and more light and more light. Giving away your light can never make you not have light. Isn't that cool? We're going to do a ritual around that on, on Christmas Eve giving each other our light and realizing that we still have that light for us. So Christmas this year, it's a festival of light. So let your light shine. Let your light so shine that miracles are apparent in this modern world. Sometimes it's miraculous just to smile. Sometimes the miracle that is needed is for someone to look into your eyes and tell you you're okay. Sometimes the miracle that is needed is a hug. Sometimes it's you sharing your art. Sometimes it's you sharing your song. Sometimes it's you sharing your sense of humor. Everybody has something to share, not just one thing, but many, many lights to shine. So shine your light this season to the best of your ability on everything. Recognize other light when you see it. Bow to it inside. I see your light. I see your light. That's what namaste means, that, that Hindus and Buddhists say. Namaste means the light in me recognizes the light in you. The divine in me knows that you're divine too. This is how we can share our light out into the world in this season of light. And also, we get to put lights on our trees and houses if we want to. Yay! I love to do that. I love to do that. So only you can know the ways that you let your life shine. Those are just a few examples, but you have hundreds inside you, if not thousands. Infinite are the ways light can be shown in this world. Let's shine. Thank you. <clears throat> so I'm going to take that idea into meditation for a little bit. So in this moment, I invite you to just be present where you are. Center yourself physically. Feel the, feel the seat underneath you. Feel your body, how it feels from the inside. How your feet feel on the floor. Maybe how your hand feels as it rests in your lap. Be here now. There's no other place to be ever than right where we are. And in this place right here, right now, we are light. 
So I'd like you to, in this moment, just visualize at the very heart center of you, visualize a flame, a candle flame, maybe the size of a thumb. That light within you can never be extinguished. But it can grow. And so I invite you with each breath, each inhale and each exhale, to fan that flame so it fills up not just that one, but till the whole center of your body is lit. Your spiritual body, your physical body, however you visualize it, know that you are lit from inside, from the very center of your heart, where dwells the one light, the one love, the one power. And with each breath, as it expands, let it fill up all the way down to your sitting bones and all the way up to your shoulders. And allow yourself to visualize that light expanding from your shoulders down your arms into your hands until your fingertips shine with light. Visualize that light going down through your legs, your knees, your calves, your ankles, your feet, until every step you take is lit from within with the light of God, with the fire of love. And allow yourself to know that flame going up through your neck, filling your head so that you shine from your face from the top of your head you are connected to all the light that there is Jesus the Christ said if your eye be single then your whole body will be filled with light If you choose to know light, you will be light. And it will be seen. And it cannot be hidden. And so in this moment, we choose to know light through all the way to the very edges and boundaries of our physical body and beyond. There's an energetic field. I'm not being woo-woo. This is scientifically proven that there's an energetic field that extends beyond your body. Fill that with light. And know that your light shines in the world, that you make a difference. that your life is important, that your light matters. And know that everywhere you go, 
every step you take is an opportunity to perhaps remind someone else of the light that they are if they've forgotten. Let your light so shine that the people of the world who perceive a darkness in their lives can be filled with the hope of light. And the peace of knowing the truth of who we are. And so it is. Amen.